Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, speaking, joined as always by the interrupter. The disruptor, Kyle Vesner. Kyle Vesner, how's it going anyways, Kyle? Uh, doing pretty well. I got myself a new phone, feeling like I'm up to date for 2016. So Cool. Very cool. So it played the song perfectly well. It sounded a little better. Yeah. My opinion. Oh, did you have a good weekend, Kyle? Pretty good. Yeah. What? Nothing too crazy. Same here. I am shipping out tomorrow, though. Shipping out to for Winnipeg. Oh yeah. Yep. Tomorrow. What's going on in Winnipeg? Another fucking wedding. Yeah. No, I'm excited though. How many more weddings do you have to go to? Do you think one next year? And that's it. Uh, yeah. And then the divorces. That's everyone I know. And then the remarriages. Exactly. And then the kids. I'll have to go down and see the fucking kids <laughs> also. So that's going to come next. I'm going to be living in Winnipeg, really, for Are the next two years. Are these your cousins or like what? They're like my best friends. Best friends. And the, okay. I was going to say, you you have to go to your cousin's wedding, but you don't have to meet your cousin's kids. That's almost too far removed. Don't even have to go to my cousin's wedding. Yeah. Both my cousins got married this year. Didn't go to either of them. Oh, okay. So, so you're just going to your friend's weddings. Yeah. I have too many cousins. There's nine... <laughs> Like nine people on my mom's side, four on my dad's side. That's yeah. like a billion. That's like one billion cousins. I have like 50 cousins or something, too. I have way more than that. But yeah, it's I don't even know some of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's I mean, back in the day, it's probably a bigger deal to know all your cousins. And you probably didn't. You probably all lived in the same area. Oh, for sure. Now it's how back we going. Biblical. No, I was thinking, thinking like the nineties. <laughs> in the nineties, you probably lived where your cousins were. True. Um, I have almost nothing to say, so we can just get right into it. What did you do this weekend? I didn't do much. I did uh, shows. Just did shows every day. I'm supposed to have a movie day with Camilla, and she fell asleep the whole time. Isn't that fucking annoying? <laughs> My girlfriend does that too. Doesn't matter what time of day, apparently. And it's, we'll watch a movie at like seven and she'll fall asleep. I mean, and it'll be good movies. I pick the movies most. Okay. We try to alternate the movies, but she picks bullshit movies. Oh, she, I don't have that problem. She picks like Disney movies. And then I'm like, oh God, if you no. really want to watch that, we can watch it. But like, I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm going to play chess the whole time. <laughs> like what? What kind of Disney old or new? Atlantis is the last one, which is good for a Disney movie. Surprisingly good. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's like 90s. It's like never heard of it. Wasn't computer animated? Yeah, I mean, a lot. I was of drawn. A lot of people so died. One. Surprisingly, a lot for a Disney movie died. I was like, "Holy fuck, they died!" <laughs> really? That's crazy. Yeah, there was like blood in it, which you don't hardly see in a Disney movie. That's cool. Yeah, like I've been doing this because my girlfriend hasn't seen anything. Yeah. Which is all, it's kind of fun to watch. That's the greatest show people part about the... getting a girlfriend is showing them all the <laughs> shit that you like. Isn't that a joke? That uh, Lucy K has about having a kid. Yeah, you just get to train. <laughs> you just get to show them all the shit that they don't know exists. Yeah, no, that's definitely my favorite part of it. And then I'm like, so this is, you know, she hadn't seen um, Depart or what was it? Oh, the Depart. It's unreal. She Depart. It's awesome. Yeah, and Usual Suspects. But she falls asleep all the time, and I'm like, I'm watching this for you. Like, pay attention. <laughs> no shit. I've seen it already. Yeah. I can't remember what the last one was. Oh, God bless America. Have you seen that seen movie? It. Put it on your fucking list. Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. Wrote and directed it. Is it a comedy? It's a black comedy is what it's described as. Yeah. I'm going to ruin the opening scene for you because it's too epic. So this guy is laying on the bed, right? Mm-hmm. 
fucking hating his life, has a migraine, bitching about the world in his head, about all the shit that's fucked up. So it's like and a narrator talking fucking, over it? Yes. And his fucking neighbors, especially. And then his neighbors sh- show up in the in the visualization or whatever. <laughs> and they're screaming and they've got a fucking baby. He's like, I hate that goddamn baby. So it cuts to him walking into their room, knocks on the door with a shotgun. <laughs> the dude's like, hey, bro. What the fuck, bro? And then he shoots that guy <laughs> immediately. The wife screams in panic, throws up the baby, <laughs> and he shoots it with a shotgun. <laughs> it is the best opening scene of the movie ever. All right. And then you find out he was dreaming, and you're like, uh, I guess that's okay. I'll check it out. It's fucking awesome. Check it out. So she actually stayed awake through that one. So, so it's good. If yeah, it has Leah's stayed awake star of approval. <laughs> exactly. Stamp of approval. Yeah, it has to be at least loud. Leah you know? gave it. Leah gave it a solid. I didn't fall asleep. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a solid like one and a half eyes open. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs up. All right, should we get into it? Let's get into it. Um, Where are we at now? So we're at numbers 21. Last week we read about the death of A.A. Ron. I looked up a timeline. Where he just died for no reason, apparently. Yeah, so... Because he got banished to the top of the mountain. Two weeks ago in the podcast, or three weeks ago when... Do you think they uh, took him to the mountain to be closer to God or something weird like that? No. I mean... Of course, this didn't happen, but in the context of that, it happening. That's where God tended to talk to them most of the time, right? Yeah. Cl- climb up this had, mountain. Because Moses had to do it, and Aaron went with him once yeah. or twice. A bunch of times bunch Aaron of times, went. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean... Why else would they randomly... Because it took up no time, right? Mm-hmm. It was pretty insignificant. What what? It just seemed like it was, okay, he's about to die. They took him to a mountain and he died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they pro- it was, there was no context. They don't really for write why they would have to go to the mountain. Well, because God said go to the mountain. Remember, God's like, take Aaron, go to the top of the mountain. That's where he's going to die. Oh, so Aaron, right. it was it was like a death. I forgot. March. I forgot he told them. Yeah, Aaron, you're going to die now. Come to the top of the mountain and accept it. Because I want a better view. You stupid I, ass bitch! Don't cross me again. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. I loved it when God would ask them. Moses, come up here. I got to tell you something. Go down, tell the people. Okay, come back up. I got to tell you something else. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It really doesn't. Um, it does make a lot of sense if you feel like the top of the mountain is closest to God because you're a human and you're an idiot. Yeah. Or, you know, it gave Moses a chance to, like, leave the camp and be like, you wouldn't believe it, but God told me all this stuff. I mean, he yeah. told me to go up there. But then later, he's just in the tent of testimony and he's talking to God face to face. It happens sp- uh, really erratic. Yeah, it doesn't the make... The God encounters. So sometimes he's nothing. Actually, sometimes since, he's since they made the tabernacle, gave mostly talked to God in the tabernacle, I think because it would be unclean if he died in the tabernacle, probably had something to do with cleanliness. <laughs> Why would they make this old dying fucking dude walk up a mountain or get carried, I'm guessing, if he's dying? Yeah, I mean, probably he... Got carried. Just making him walk. Didn't say anything about a slave. It said crippled breath. You know, bring him up there. Oh, yeah. Get his son to bring him. Remove Aaron's garments. Put them on his son and Aaron will be gathered to his people. He will die there. So as far as like timeline goes in the magic Bible here, three chapters ago, it was. uh, Oh, I forget. I looked it up right before I came up here. B.C. 
1445-ish, according to their made-up numbers, okay? Then Aaron's death was 20 years later, and now the next so page... So when, when was 1445 or whatever? BCE. Yeah, when? When? What point? That's... What do you mean? What point in the Bible was that? So... When they didn't, get, when they got to the promised land and were caused to wander for forty years, yeah. so that was only like three chapters ago in the Bible. Uh-huh. But now forty years has passed. Oh, forty now. So twenty, then Aaron died, and then okay. twenty more. So oh, now the okay. next page, it doesn't say like sometime later. It just starts talking. It's like so they're at the Canaanites, and you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on? So now it's twenty years after that. You look this up. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, when the fuck did they get to the Canaan and this King Arod? So, uh, Numbers 21. When the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in Negev, or Negev, heard that Israel was coming along the road to Atharim, he attacked the Israelites and captured some of them. Then Israel made this vow to the Lord. If you deliver these people into our hands, we will totally destroy their cities. And then, <laughs> oh, and God's like, yeah, that's good for me. It, uh, there's a note here that, that the word is uh, the same the word bird? that they've, they've the used. Bird? They've used before the word. Um, <laughs> the irrevocable, the irrevocable giving over of things or persons to the Lord. So that's remember when they were giving over uh, some sacrifices. Yeah, the and whole the scapegoat. Time. Yeah. This is all coming into fruition Well, it's the same now. words when it says totally destroy. No, I'm talking about this, the word totally destroy. It's a word that we don't have in English. And oh. it refers to the irrevocable giving over of things to the Lord. So they're like kind of totally destroying for God, right? I get that, yeah. In the same way they did their sacrifices. So if you give these people, we'll totally destroy them for you. And God's like, fuck yeah, I love it when things are totally destroyed because of me. Because I'm abounding in mercy and forgiveness. Can you sacrifice other... It's not a sacrifice if you're killing other people. What's the sacrifice? Especially... Uh, that's what I'm not... I'm not saying it's a sacrifice. It's the word totally destroy, which we don't have in English. Which refers to, again, the irrevocable giving over it, of things or persons. I get it, but it's like persons. it's killing something for somebody... The irrevocable giving over to the Lord. So burning. Yeah, but why, why do you need to do that? That's what. That's the offer the Israelites made. If you let us win, we'll, we'll do that. We'll kill these people. Yeah. The Lord listened to Israel's plea and gave the Canaanites... What kind of an offer is that? I, it's not really... It makes no sense. It doesn't because it, it completely benefits them with no negatives. Well, it's God... Okay. So why would God be into that? Okay, Kyle... You have to consider the Israelites and God as kind of one entity. God is Israel's God, and Israel is God's people. So whatever... But he's been shitting on them for like the last... I understand. How many pages? Okay, in practical reality, he's been killing them by the thousands. (laughs) Yeah. In imaginary fantasy Bible logic... They're, God is working for the Israelites, and the Israelites are complaining against God. So that's starting... Oh, so that's starting now, though, the helping. No, it started all the way back when he's bringing them out of Egypt. He didn't that do anything for them. He got them out of Egypt, where they were <laughs> slaves. A, it's, it was worse, though. So you sound like an Israelite complainer, and I'm Moses the priest telling you, no, despite all the hardships you've suffered, God is on our See, you see how frustrating this yes, is? Yes, it's unbelievably frustrating. Yeah, it's retarded. So now they're like, I want what they have. We'll 
we'll kill them for you, wink, wink, and get all the stuff we but, want. But also, wink, wink. when when they say we'll kill them for you, we need your help to kill them. Yes, I understand that. Yeah. So help us kill these people, and we'll for kill you. them for you. Yeah. Or it's or, just like pointing at winter. You could just say, "Why don't you kill these people yourself?" Because he wants us to do it. Yeah. So they're just pointing at a thing like, hey, God, see that uh, bunch of people over there? Wouldn't that be fun to kill? Just poking them a little bit? Hey. Or we'll Wouldn't kill they... them in front of you. Yeah. You get a watch? Would you like uh, you bored? some cuckold killing? <laughs> you can stand there and jerk off in the corner. We'll kill these people in every way you can imagine. Women, children, burning their tents, their animals. We'll do all that stuff. If anything, he probably cuts himself while he watches. <laughs> the Lord listen- He's the only one that can make himself bleed, so... <laughs> The Lord listened to Israel's plea and gave them the Can- or gave the Canaanites over to them. They completely destroyed them and their towns. So the place was named Horma. Horma means and destruction. Was, and that was pleasing to the Lord. And that was pleasing to the Lord. Completely destroyed them. Just uh, go on the internet and watch some footage of people getting napalmed and people getting stoned. And look at that and then say God liked that. This, okay. Yeah, those are two. I think the napalm's not as bad to watch because if someone's covered in flames, you'll get see shit. If you see someone getting stoned to death, you see the process of someone dying. Yeah. I mean, Slowly. I was thinking specifically of that napalm girl, the naked chick running away that got her all her clothes burned off. It's a famous. Like, That's because her clothes got burned off? Yeah. That's why she was naked. Yeah. Fuck right off. Yeah, and she's very badly burned. You can't tell unless you, you look closely because it's black and white. Oh, that's horrifying. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, I just when I mean, it's already horrifying. When I assume- we walk over statements like, and they completely destroyed them, and pe- like Christians, my mom. Like, but that's nice. It goes, yeah, they yeah. probably deserved it. But I want you to visualize the actual Good. fucking, you know, tent by tent, man to man murder. And then the- once you've killed the <clears throat> army. Then there's the complete destruction of the just women and children, Children, babies. Yeah. Just helpless, crying, screaming, retching, going completely insane. Is uh, is this the king's kingdom that they talked about just a little while ago? This is the Canaanites. So they would be if you if we refer to our handy dandy map here, they're a little further north towards modern day Israel than uh Egypt, right? They're 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 moving from Egypt up towards Israel yeah. along, you know, God knows what route because they took forty years to walk five days. Wasn't there just a king mentioned, or am I remembering something from last time? The, the Canaanite king, the king of oh, Arad. The Canaanite king of Arad. Yeah. So what did, if anything, did these people have uh, a slight against them? Well, the Israelites are coming into their territory. I understand that. Is there like some old beef? Yeah, the Canaanites and Israelites have been fighting for forever. Okay. So back when uh, Abraham first took the promised land, he was fighting the Canaanites. Oh, shit. They're old enemies. Yeah, okay. Cain and Abel. Yeah, I don't think they got the Ham, the sons of Ham, Noah's sons, became the Canaanites, right? Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, none of this is true. I understand that. (laughs) But according According to the the book we're reading. Yeah. It's telling a story. So they killed the Canaanites. The place was named Horma, the bronze snake. They traveled from Mount Hor along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the desert? 
There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest this miserable food. There's the Israelites complaining again. <laughs> it's kind of funny that that uh, stereotype is just from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. And they, they've, uh, so they've been, I guess, com- the same complaint. Like, they're, all we want is a place to live. Oh, it's a legit complaint. I, I hardly call it a complaint. Yeah. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people and many Israelites died. Why? Because they complained? Yes. But didn't they just take over everything? Shouldn't they have the food and stuff now? Okay, not everything. They came into the land. So the town of Negev, they've they've conquered one town. One town. There's supposedly 1.2 million of these people. They probably need more area than that. Um, We don't know how big the town is. No, but there fair. wasn't cities that big back then, which is why that number's preposteroni Tony <laughs> in the first place. True. So they complain, God in his abounding mercy of forg- and forgiveness of rebellion, which he has never shown, sends poisonous snakes among them. That's it. Many die. You take over a town and you... This is how, probably- do they, how do the people in this town survive if they didn't have food and water? Let's, they must have had a well. They must have had like animals and shit. In between... This paragraph and this new story, probably years have happened. What? It doesn't say, but like... Oh, so they're starving again. So they, they rape the town so of they, all resources and they now they... They rape the town and now, so they're kind of, they're moving in. Is a well going to go dry here's, though, really? Here's the here's the headings of the next stories. You got the journey to Moab, defeat of Shinon and Og. Um, so they, they're slowly conquering town by town up and towards their own place. They're, they're really... So after, really quick to bitch after essentially God gave them this. Yeah. This is this is I'll, I'll grant this one. <laughs> you know, if you if you attack a town, right? Yeah. And then you steal everything they have. That's a significant gain. If you can't set up shop equal or better to what they had before, you're a fucking failure. Or and you deserve you don't deserve anything. Or they, you know, some of the b- people are eating well and the peons at the bottom are still complaining because they still don't have food and water oh that's probably that's probably fair then the lord sent venomous snakes they bit the people and many people died let's okay let's take that visual for a second so there has to be enough venomous snakes for many of people to die many mm-hmm. let's you let's would you say that's a hundred would you say that's a thousand many in, in regards to 1.2 million mm. How many? How many is many people in one point two million? I That's don't think it has to be that that many people. Uh, I, I don't. I think like honestly, if venomous snakes killed twenty fucking people, I think you could call that many. Okay, so let's say twenty. I want to say along the lines. Of I like don't think 50, it's necessary. 000. I don't think it's necessary. Okay, like if you live in a city and you're, it would be on the news right now. Listen, right now. Yeah. If snakes killed twenty fucking people. It'd be in the goddamn news anywhere in Canada. But let's, and we have a lot more people than that. Let's look at I think if snakes kill five fucking people, it'd be in the news. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true, but we have cameras and like it wouldn't be in the news. If five people died of snakes in Pakistan, we wouldn't hear about it. You would in Pakistan. If it w- in Pakistan. And they have way more write, people. Would you write it down if five people d- got killed by snakes in a, in your book of like all time? Let's Probably look not. at God's previous Previous kill counts. But they've, write, they've written some pretty fucking stupid shit in this book. <laughs> so if, if the book's a standard, I'm going to say a snake bit one person and they survived. No. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying the book's the standards because let's look at God's previous. When, when God freaks out, what's the average amount of people dying? And it's around. You can't go by that. Why not? 
Because he kills them in different ways, you know? When it's personal and he, like, burns them with their own fire or whatever, that's personal. He that, just That was two people. Yeah, but it was also intentional. Yeah. Then he burned 250 people a different time. He took Cora's whole family, 15,000 by the plague, or 14,700. You know, um, when they did the golden calf, 30,000 died, were killed by the other Israelites. So many people died. We'll say <laughs> more than 20. Between Will 20, we? I... I want to say I was gonna say I don't like, agree with in that. the fifty thousands like fifty thousand people yeah like snakes on a plane level shit because I mean it could be anything but it's nothing is God sent poisonous snakes so all of a sudden you know rattlesnakes vipers you know what do you call what what are poisonous snakes like mambas cobras just running just slithering through the camp and everyone's getting bit by Isn't fucking the snakes. desert full of snakes already I mean probably. So the Lord sent snakes. Then fucking Indiana Jones. many people died. The people came to Moses and said, we sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. They, they instantly know it's their fault, yet they continue to do it. <laughs> yeah. They need reminders. Pray to Maybe the, God doesn't show up who know, for 20 years and then they go, they oh, okay, I guess he doesn't exist They have all kinds of reminders. Anymore. They got the fucking tassels on the ends of their coats. They have Aaron's stick that grew flowers. That's they, they have <laughs> yeah, that's the censors with the charred remains of those 250 people. Let's get nailed real to the fucking side of they the. Don't, they don't know why they're doing any of that shit. <laughs> After the next generation of people, which is 20 years, there's a new generation, mm-hmm. especially back then. Easily, maybe two. You know, yeah. Maybe so, those people who were there were are great. Are their grandparents now? Okay. No one fucking remembers that shit. That's true, actually. So you, and even if you, did, they're still wearing the tassels, by the way. If you, and they're still all walking around with flowers on their staffs, but they have no fucking idea why. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. They would say, you know, why? You, this is why we wear the tassels because God killed fifteen thousand people. People like the young kids coming yeah. up, they're like, he doesn't really do no, that. No, it's just God, like <laughs> God, our God, that we're his favorite. <laughs> fifteen thousand people with the plague and burned two hundred alive. He really did that. I don't think so. No. By the way, I'm sick of manna and water. I've been eating this my entire life. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. They're like, don't say anything. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. Moses, come here. Taste this. Does this taste the exact same as it fucking tasted for the last 40 fucking years? My dad eats this shit. I've been sh- I got manna coming out of my ears. I don't want to eat it. All of a sudden, something's like slithering across your foot. You're like, what the fuck was that? Snakes everywhere pit of snakes people dying to snake bites that's a a wild because here's the thing another reason why you don't need lots of snakes snakes can bite more than one person sure but i mean they can't they have venom ducks once their venom ducks are empty they could bite two people maybe three tops you have no idea i have no idea how deep their ducks run (laughs) you stupid ass bitch i just know that they do have ducks and they milk them for poison they have to let them i understand that they're a gland they'll restore I don't know how long it takes. I don't know how many bites you have. It's just like, and I know you don't know. It's just so like, I could have pretended. I just knew. Well, difference. It'd be like jerking off. You know, it's not like jerking off. Yeah, you have so much jizz in your balls. It's, like jer- it's like jerking off. If there was like five chicks knelt down in front of me, I could probably hit them all. Is what I'm saying. Okay, but then then you'd be out. Then yeah, you'd be for out like of fifteen minutes. You'd be out of venom, and then I could do five more. <laughs> Okay, so many people said... So we're going to say 10, 10, 10 bites per snake. Per snake. <laughs> and there was probably 1,000 snakes. That's 10,000 people died. Sure. that's what, oh, You heard it here first. <laughs> God killed 10,000 people with snake bites. 
<laughs> None survived. Zero survivors. The Lord said to Moses, make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who's bitten can look at it and live. Make make a snake? So they're going to make... So Moses made a bronze snake and put it on a pole. <laughs> and anyone who was bitten by a snake looked at the bronze oh, snake is that and he the, lived. Is that the symbol for... I thought that it was, and I looked it up, and it has nothing to do with that. There's a... Are you kidding? I mean, it looks like that. I thought that it would, but the hospital symbol of the two snakes around a thing, it's from a Greek... Oh, it's Greek. It's a Greek thing. All the fucking shit runs together, eh? Yeah. Well, of course. I know. Uh, cultures overlap, and that's where stuff happens. In Everyone... Ha- I wonder how many cultures have snake on a pole. Probably a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. If you read the Bible and you read some of these other ancient texts, which no one does, but the book A Hero with a Thousand Faces highlights the same stories in all these different cultures. And then you're like, wow, the Bible's really not that interesting compared to, like, they borrowed this from there, they borrowed this from there. This is an original story, which gets borrowed by these ones, you know? Everyone's taking each other's shit. It's surprisingly how unwell written it is based on the fact that it was stolen for an accumulation of all the best stories that ever existed, essentially. What do you? Because that's what any religion is. You, you want any reli- more any color startup? in here? What do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. A lot more color. I want less lists. They're carving. I this. want concise. Yeah, they're carving it, so they should be very careful about the words they choose. <laughs> Dude, if I'm typing shit up, I can write as much bullshit as I want. If I'm carving into stone, I'm gonna reread that thing, rewrite it. About 30 fucking times before I chip it in there. Most of this wasn't written on stone. I think just the Ten Commandments. I know. I'm sure papyrus was expensive. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, they that's wrote why it they're on. not wasting time like, describing the setting. The desert was very sandy and cold in the morning times. Here's the problem. If this was written at all democratically, that's why you get the list of names. No one wanted to be left out. Yeah. It's like, you better put my family in there. Uh, that's true. So uh, so that so that that's another story. The bronze snake. They complain. They got bit by snakes. You they, look at a snake on a pole made of bronze, and then your bite goes away. So no one died. So this is uh, no people. Many Israelites died. Then they repented. Then oh. Moses made the thing. So <laughs> the journey to Moab. Could you imagine just for a second if all this shit worked? Like t- still? No, no, no. Like back then, right? No, I can't imagine. No, but just if you. If, like, let's say there is no God. Okay. Right? But these stories came through because all the things were actual antidotes. You know? Could you imagine? Just think of all the... What about looking at a snake on a pole <laughs> would be point. an antidote? That's my point. Every single antidote that Moses had so far is ridiculous. Oh, it's goofy. That water's it's, not drinkable? Yeah. Let's take this... <laughs> this piece of bark and throw it in there. Perfectly clean. <laughs> Every fucking solution he has is so comically retarded. <laughs> I just could imagine being someone who goes back there and be like, this, that's not going to fucking work. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Again. That's not going to fucking work. And then it works. Oh, a bronze snake and I'm just going to be odd healed? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, I know. This. I mean, the funny, another funny aspect of that is... So Moses made this bronze snake and people in ancient times being like, yeah, I can see how that could work. You know, they got bit by snakes. They look at a bronze one. Bronze is rare. We don't have a lot of it. God must have made it. I mean, that would, I, I see how that could cure you from snakes. I just realized they have gold. Yeah, they have gold. <laughs> they didn't even choose to make it out of gold. No, of course not. They made it out of bronze. It's, it's only for people that were complainers. They're not going to waste their precious metals on something so trivial as to save the lives of Israelites. 
So the journey to Moab. You're probably right when you say that all these people are like poor. Because the people the people are getting bit by snakes probably don't have a tent. <laughs> or a good one. And They're the tents. people writing this are rich. They're the priests and Levites. They're like, he's complaining poor people. They're Meanwhile, they're taxing them on every kid that's born. And they're eating all, all their food. Yeah. All the best, all the firstborns. What are you guys complaining against God for? How many of you people need to die? You know, it's it's kind of funny. Maybe they're just like trading their goats in for bread. You know, you like you bring a goat and you sacrifice it. You get a loaf. Yeah, maybe, but that's not a very good deal. You're it's still, a horrible deal. Yeah, you're losing money. But <laughs> they're doing it for God because they have to. Because they have to. And then, yeah. So here we are. Journey to Moab. The Israelites moved on and camped at Oboth. Then they camped. Then they set out from Oboth and camped in I Abraham, in the desert that faces Moab towards the sunrise. From there they moved on and camped at Zered Valley. Then they set out from there and camped alongside Arnon, which is in the desert extending to Amorite territory. The Arnon border of Moab. The Arnon is the sorry. The Arnon is the border of Moab between Mo- Moab and the Amorites. So Arnon is a desert in between Moab and Amorai. Okay, I feel like everything's a desert. It's just a different desert. <laughs> yeah. They're living in a desert. Everywhere they go is desert, except for sometimes they find water. That is why the book of the Lord or sorry, that is why the book of the wars of the Lord says I just want to pause. Might be a dumb here. question, but is there any like grassy areas over there? I mean, I don't know, man. Look on Google Earth; it looks pretty fucking yellow. I know. So, but we, I mean, it's there's oases is probably next to some lakes or rivers, but most you of think it so? is. Yeah, I was wondering that. Like by the water, is there really not? It has to be green it by the water. Has to be right. You know, when you watch like Google Earth and you see the drought of the Sahara, and then like you see they have space images when all the water comes in, it turns green, and then it turns. Oh, that's cool. But that's the Nile River. There's not many giant rivers around here. So notice this, Kyle. So that is why the book of the wars of the Lord says, and I want to pause here. The book of the wars of the Lord? See, very good. So there's another book that's been lost to history named the book of the wars of the Lord, which this Bible is referring to. It's called the wars of the Lord. The book of that's the, wars. the best name of any book in the Bible. So, so far. we've been. So I've been telling you about books that are in and out of the Bible, right? Uh huh. So I started on researching today. When I say I research, everyone listening to this, it means he looks it up on his phone while he's supposed to be working. Yeah. So it's not like I'm digging in libraries and doing. I'm mostly eighty percent of the things I tell you are from but, Wikipedia. But that's not because. We need to look a long time. We find the answers immediately, and you can trust our judgment. Yeah, or I go to stats.com. Yeah. But then they, I found a list of uh, list of works lost to history, and there was probably 20 of them, things like the Book of Janesh, which I had never heard of before, and I just clicked on it briefly. There's all these books of the Bible that no one knows where they are, that are referenced at some point in the Bible. I'll like, say they were in the Bible at one point, but that pro- version of the and, Bible is lost for history. And, and referred to. That's fucking retarded. So even more than what I thought before of like, this is the exact word of God that God wanted us to have. It is so incomplete. The lost books of the Bible. That's that's insane. What do what do Christians think of that, by the way? No, they don't even know about it. Most of them. That's no, but the that most- one's referenced in the Bible. Yeah. It's irrefutable. In According the, to their logic. Uh, no, of course. But they so they just go, yeah, that's not in there. I guess it wasn't. 
but you know, divine revelation got us exactly what we needed to have. They just, but the fact that it's referred to like more stuff, the book of the wars of the Lord and other things, you know, it's crazy. Why would God let part of his book be lost? I don't know, Kyle. I have no idea because he, we didn't need that part. We outgrew it. Okay. That's a fair answer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so the book of the wars of the Lord says dot, dot, dot. So it starts in the middle. <laughs> the book of the Lord, the Lord says, dot, dot, dot. Waheb yada, yada, yada. Sup, Suppa, Sufa. Um, there's a note there. Uh, the meaning of this Hebrew phrase is uncertain. Oh, so, <laughs> okay, good. So it starts with the words lost to us. Waheb in Sufa. And the ravines, the Arnon, and the slopes of the ravines that lead to the site of Ar and lie along the border of Moab. So did that make any sense to you? No. So the Arnon, to go back now four verses, they set out from the Zared Valley. They're they're desert hopping. They camped along the line, alongside Arnon, which is in the desert extending to the Amorite territory. The Arnon is the border of Moab between Moab and the Amorites. That is why the book of the the Lord says. So that's just like one of those, that's why that's named that. And they refer to their old book and it makes no sense. Okay. Okay. I guess. Did you make, did that make any sense? I get what you mean now, but I don't get why that. Why it's in the actual Bible. Yeah. No one knows. To clarify nothing. From there, they continued. It says on. this because it said this in the Bible. Yeah, that is why. I mean, it said in this that. book of the Bible, but it says the exact same thing. That is and why. And then it goes, it said it because it said it <laughs> earlier. <laughs> earlier, we said it because we already said it. Now we're telling you again. We said it, right? And also, that that's gone now. <laughs> yeah. So our proof is gone. Ironically, our proof, the very little proof we have in the Bible, <laughs> is gone. <laughs> From there, they continued on to beer. B E E B E E R B E E R B E E R. The fuck are you doing? I keep th- saying I'm thinking E three times, but I'm only saying it twice. You're saying it three times every time. B E E R. That's only three times. Two yeah, times. that's three times. B E E R. That's two times. Oh shit! I thought you were saying B E E R. I know. That's what I thought I was saying. I was like, "Can I not spell beer while I'm looking it on the page?" It's Dude, spelled the exact same as normal beer. I heard you three times every time, <laughs> but I don't think you. Were, I think you might not have been saying spell it. Spell beer. But right now, I have no idea. B E E R. Because <laughs> B sounds yeah, like e. e. Yeah, that's that's a mind fuck. <laughs> Everyone who thinks we're morons, say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> From there, they continue. Hearing you say it, I was like, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> not gonna lie. That's why I was like, "Can I not spell beer?" All right, I gotta stop saying like. Also, like, uh, like. Can That's I- what I was like, and then you were like, and then he was like. I sound so stupid, dude. You're a valley girl. This from, is Kelowna, California. From there, they continued on to beer. The well, where the Lord said to Moses, "Gather the people together, and I will give them water." Then Israel sang this song. Spring up, a well. Sing about it. About the well that the prince has dug. This isn't real. I'm singing it right now. Is this written down? Yeah. Spring up. Fuck right off. There's there's a famous like worship song that goes, Spring up, a well. Sing about <laughs> it. So 
This is the actual. This is the. This is it. The Israel sang this song. Spring up a well. Sing about it. No, sing it. Sing. Spring up a well. Sing about it. About the well that the princes dug, <laughs> and the nobles of the people sank. The nobles with their scepters and staffs. That's not a bad tune. Also, I thought you were. I thought you were fucking with me. No, that's it. That's funny. Okay, kind of like that. To be honest with you, spring up a well. <laughs> Sing about it. <laughs> it's like uh, what's that uh oh, what's that kids' TV show where you have to sing for the thing? You're, I'm an idiot. I can't remember. Let's move on. <laughs> American Idol. No. Then they went. Oh, it's like what's isn't it like cleanup time? That's one. Oh, where you clean just sing up. About- <laughs> what's that from? Uh, it's from the hot chick on the couch, the clown chick, big comfy couch. Is it? Yeah. She was hot? No, she wasn't hot. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Dude, it was a long time ago. It was like four. I mean, there's so many old Christian or like church songs that they make kids sing. It's like part of the propaganda. You know how we were talking about it, how you have to repeat these things yeah. to God? You're singing all these songs like, spring up, oh well, <laughs> sing about it. No, I was just relating it because it sounds like what they do to get kids to do things in TV shows, you know? Oh, yeah. They make them sing. They sing make them song. sing the thing that they're about to do. And it sounds exactly like that. But God's or Moses is doing it to the Israelites. <laughs> oh, you want water? Sing the water song. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> then they went from the desert to Matanah. From Matanah to Nahaliel. From Nahaliel to ba- Bamoth. From Bamoth to the Valley of Moab. Where the top of Pisgah overlooks the wasteland defeat of Sihon and Og. The Israelites sent messengers to say to Sihon, king of the Amorites. This is their message. Let us pass through your country. We will not turn aside into any field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will travel along the king's highway until we have passed through your territory. This is the same thing that they offered to say to the last guys, right? I was just going to say, didn't, do you think they offer that, and then if they get to pass through, they just kill them anyways? They sit up there like uh, their defenses midtown and just murder them? I really don't think that... Because uh, they don't have a good reputation. They just murdered a town very close to this one. I, Everyone in it. I'm thinking of one other time... They destroyed them or whatever. ...where I know this happened, and that was when the... What would you call them? I don't know. The neighbors of Rome to the north, the Kimbri or Teutons or something, they're like, just let us walk through. We're not going to do anything. Just let us walk through. It's. I'm pretty sure it's like standard practice from back in the day. You don't let 500,000 to a million people walk through your country. Fuck no. Yeah. Also, if they decide to set up shop and just... They're inside now. Yeah. You've. That's like number one defense. They went past your border. That's your number one defense back then. That's what borders are. Yeah, exactly. The it's edge a big of where we wall. protect. Yeah. Hey, can we uh, please get past that gigantic wall you have? We'd really well, like there to wouldn't just be a wall. walk through. There'd be hardly any walled cities back then. There's no walled cities? There is walled cities, but they're rare. So oh, okay. a, a city would be its own thing. So it just has its, be a, 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 a perimeter of border, some kind. Right? Yeah. So they would probably defend up to this river, up to this mountain. And, you know. That makes sense. So if they're like, can we walk through? And they're like, fuck no. So, but Sihon, verse verse 23, but Sihon would not let Israel pass through his territory. I remember when I was reading this or having this read to me in church, 
you know you're probably like why yeah why so nice they asked nicely okay i guess it's fair that god would let them destroy them all because they just asked (laughs) to pass through but when you think of like the practical reality of like letting 1.2 million people walk across your country i still don't like thinking about it as 1.2 million i like to say it because it's such a preposterony tony number that it's it's impossible so when you're think when you're actually trying to visualize two woodstocks walking around every day collecting mana and doing all the things that they say they're doing it becomes just ridiculous i forgot we related it to woodstock that's a great visual literally relating it to woodstocks is a fucking great visual yeah it is crazy like what was woodstock a week week? and it destroyed the whole thing yeah it destroyed the whole goddamn thing yeah so that that's this many people that it so Israel or Sion would not let him pass through his territory. He must Dude, tur- just think about this for a second. One point mm-hmm. two million people. Mm-hmm. You're walking through. That's fighting men. Yeah. No, six hundred thousand fighting men, one point one point two million total. I'm assuming that these people have some kind of system for when they set up camp. For yeah. we decided earlier for like the the shitting, yeah. the pissing situation. Yeah. They're walking through. What percentage of them are going to have to go? All you know? of them? 100%. How many are going to have to shit? Let's say 5%. 100. In a day. They like they can't walk through here in a day. It'd probably take them a couple days. For real? I don't know. How long would it take to wa- march 1.2 million people across the Okanagan Valley? From Penticton, t- or let's say Kelowna to Vernon. Less than a Kelowna day. Kelowna to Vernon. That, well, that's the kinds of areas a we're day, talking about. A day would take a day. A day. And ev- so if no one's going to shit or piss that day. Everyone's pissing on the shitting on the side of the road. Some people can- are holding it. Some people but are. But regardless, <laughs> there is a trail of shit now. Or you're letting them use some kind of facility that you have, which is impossible. They don't have facilities. Literally p- impossible. Even if they did. The old school facilities a hole. were a river or a hole. A hole. You shit in right? a river and it's mm. down there now. That's actually a good. That's a good facility back then. Well, most cities were built on rivers yeah. or something like that. And they would just dump all their garbage in the river all the time. That's what, like in Rome, they just dump sh- garbage in the Tiber. When they killed dictators or like people that were rebellious, they just threw them into the Tiber. Sometimes they killed so many people, the Tiber got s- stopped up with bodies and everyone got sick. Really? Yeah. Shit. It's funny that like human beings is just, well, if I don't see it, it's gone. <laughs> it's not my problem. Yeah. I mean, it is a. A river was a perfectly viable solution until... It is. By the way, do you know we still do that? Yeah, no. We still currently there's, dump shit into the ocean. There's rivers of garbage, yeah. And shit. Literally, Victoria Island, if everyone who is listening doesn't know, is the tree hugger capital of Canada, essentially. Mm-hmm. They dump all their shit... Vancouver Island. Is it Vancouver Island? Yeah, Victoria is the city. Okay, sorry. Vancouver Island. They dump all their shit. They pump it right into the ocean. Did you know that? Right in there. I did know that. They don't even treat it. Radio Lab does a thing about how uh, New York used to dump all its shit in the ocean. They just put it on a barge and take it out to the ocean. Like, yeah, it diffuses. It's only this parts per million after uh, the so many minutes. I was like, okay, you're dropping untreated sewage to the ocean, calling yourself green or whatever. I mean, bacteria must eat it. But, yeah. I, I mean, mean, there's acceptable levels, is my point. But there's also, yeah, there's, I, a, there's a limit. That's it. I don't know. You're <laughs> staring at me like there's more. There's not well, more. You got your eyebrows up like you're going to tell well, me something. I was thinking. Something. I was. 
I mean, there's a certain there's a certain parts per million of shit in water that is bad for humanity if you have to live by the water. That's true. I mean, the ocean though, it'll just diffuse if you're in a closed. Up to what point? I mean, I don't know, dude. What what percent of the ocean can turn to shit? No, what percent? Because it doesn't all diffuse yeah, okay. into. Whatever. I don't know. There's the big garbage pile. There's plastics everywhere. I've never seen that though. It's more. It's um, underwater. They say right. Yeah, and it's more like fine particles of plastic. Right. It's those beads and shit. So it gets and into all the fish, down and stuff. then it gets into yeah. everything that eats the fish, and we're all doomed. Yeah, but we're not eating the plastic in the fish. That's killing the fish and staying in its stomach, isn't it? No, we eat tons of. Um, pollutants in tuna and all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, but not plastic. Yeah, plastic. How so? Well, that's what I read. It's in the meat? I don't know, man. It's like tiny particles of plastic that just like becomes part of the meat. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works, Kyle. So it's like the toxicity from the oil? Because that's usually what plastic's made of. I'm really feeling dumb right now. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. First back, 23. Back, back to dumping <laughs> dead bodies. First no, that's Rome. Back to whatever. Back to wherever the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> so the Israelites ask if they can go through, but Sion would not let Israel pass through his ter- territory. He mustered his entire army and marched out into the desert against Israel. When he reached Jahaz, he fought with Israel. Israel. So they went in anyways. No, um, that guy said you can't come in, and yeah. I'm in fact coming to meet you to oh, fight okay. you, not in my territory. Oh shit. When He's he reached, really it down. He fought with Israel. Israel, however, put him to the sword and took over his land from the Arnon, Arnon to the Jabbok, but only as far as the Ammonites because their border was fortified. That would be really easy to convince anyone, really, that it, well, they asked nicely. Yeah. Despite the fact... This is propaganda. I know, it straight up is. They asked nicely, and then he met them, so what were they supposed to do, not fight back? Yeah. But meanwhile, this dude knows full well. That they just murdered everyone in a nearby town. Canaanites, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. There's no way he doesn't know that. So when they asked to pass nicely, just like they did last time, (laughs) he's like, well, that means they're going to try and kill us, so I guess we better go to the front. Yeah. But now you get to tell everyone, well, they came at us, and... uh, It's true. This is some propaganda right here. So, So they pushed all the way to the border of the Ammonites, but their border was fortified, so they must have had some castles or, fort, you know, something there, a wall. Yeah. Sounds like it. Israel captured all the cities of the Amorites and occupied them, including Heshbon and all its surrounding settlements. All of them? Fuck. Heshbon was the city of the Sihon king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and had taken from him all his land as far as Arnon. That is why the poets say, Come to Heshbon and let it be rebuilt. Let Sihon's city be restored. Fire went out from Heshbon, ablaze from the city of Sion. It consumed Ar of Moab, the citizens of Arnon's heights. Woe to you, O Moab! You are destroyed, O people of Chemosh. He has given up his sons as fugitives and his daughters as captives to the Sihon king of the Amorites. Is that still the poet? This is this is why the poets say. So there must be. Is that still the poet talking? Uh, this no. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says this is why the poets say. So there must be books. They're quoting poets. Yeah, they're yeah quote- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So this is all the poet. Back to the poets. Still. Yep. Oh, okay. But we have overthrown them. The Heshbon is destroyed all the way to Dibon. We have demolished them as far as Nepo- Nephoah, which extends to Mediba. 
So that's what the poets say. Is it, aren't poets? The barrier to be a poet doesn't sound like it was very high back then. No. Are <laughs> poets We're supposed to be making short, concise? Well, this is also in a second language. It might have rhymed in Hebrew or been better. Oh, uh, that's also, yeah, that's also really fair. So if you take like, if you ever tried to take lyrics, I guess people have done that. But if you read lyrics translated from a song you yeah, like they, and you try and apply them they never work. to the rhythm, it sucks. Yeah, they you never have work. to change them. Yeah, that's why I listen to m- music in Finnish and I don't understand anything. So Israel settled, settled in the land of the Amorites. After Moses sent spies to Jazer, the Israelites captured its surrounding settlements and drove out the Amorites who were there. Then they turned and went up along the road towards Bashan, and Og, king of Bashan, and his whole army marched out to meet them at the battle of Edri. The Lord said to Moses, Do not be afraid of him, for I have handed him over to you, and with his whole army in his land. Do to him what you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. So they struck him down, together with his sons and his whole army, leaving them no survivors, and they took possession of the land. So they're on a three-fucking-king winning streak here. They just beat the Canaanite king of Arad. They beat Sihon of the Amorites. And now they beat, um, what's his name here? Og, king of Bashan. Do you think it's like risk and they're leave it, they have to leave people to stay occupied in the takeover? That's a good question. I don't think so because I think they're trying to get to a certain place. But they're just murdering everyone along the way? Yeah, they're leaving a trail of complete destruction, taking their best stuff, and going to where they want. Huh. Leaving it, like, unoccupied. Is that what you mean? You know, they... So they... I understand that with no ruler killing the kings, killing all of the armies, and then what? Unless it says and they destroyed them completely, they probably beat the army. Instead of kill the army, the king, and all his sons. Yeah, so they killed the army, the king, and all his sons. But there'd be people left, you know. In the royalty? And even the army, you know, if if you bring 20,000 people to a battlefield, it's rare that 20,000 people die. Probably 12,000 people die and 8,000 people run away. We're going literally. Okay, well, it says the whole army then was yeah. destroyed. There's still people living there that didn't go, that weren't no, part of the army. That's what I mean, but now you're leaving it unoccupied, no king, no ruler. I, I would be surprised if they would do that. Who? would be my point. The Israelites. Oh, so they're just leaving. So they're And in, plus, like, we don't know the time period. Installing governors everywhere they are. I don't know. Priests? Israel's... Look at this on a map. Like, they have the tiniest little section of land. So they're marching up through here. They beat the Moab, I just assumed Ammonites, Canaanites. So they're, they're all in here right now. I assumed eventually it got to that. But at some point... People are greedy, you know? They try and take more than they can sustain. It's true. true. They probably have a small empire right now. They have the empire of at least three kings. Currently, but that's what I mean. Are they crushing them and moving on or installing? I don't know. We've talked in circles now, probably. okay. So, chapter 22. Hmm. That's curious because then it kind of goes against, I don't know. Balak summons Balaam. Then the Israelites traveled to... Is that the guy they just killed? No. Um, they killed Og, king of Bashan. Oh, Bashan. Balak summons Balaam. Then the Israelites traveled up the plains of Moab and camped along the Jordan across from Jericho. Um, oh, is there walls in Jericho? Yeah, the walls of Jericho. That's, yeah. That's coming up. That's a great story. It's also a great wrestling move, so. Now Balak, <laughs> son of Zippor, saw all Israel had done to the Amorites, and Moab was terrified because there were so many people. 
Indeed, Moab was filled with the dread because of the Israelites. So they've gone here, 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 and now Moab's next. Um, if you're looking at a map of Egypt, they basically zigzagged across uh, between, I don't know. Always right by the Mediterranean Sea, though. Yeah, between modern-day Jordan and Israel, and they're conquering towns along the way. So um, Moab's terrified. The Moabites said to the elders of Midian, This horde is going to lick up everything around us as an ox licks up the grass of the field. So Balak, son of Zippor, who was king of Moab at the time. Look, said, they're like a pack of locusts, eh? Yeah, exactly that. Just devouring. It, it's, it sounds like they're not staying there, by the way. No, it doesn't sound it's, like it. It sounds like, under the context that they're just taking all the shit. That kind of seems like it would be 1.2 million people then. Yeah. If, if they're like, if they can destroy all the resources that quickly and then move on. Well, that number is impossible. Whatever. It's in the, it's in the book, okay? <laughs> We know uh, it never happened in the first place, but so, I mean for the story. Yeah. So Balak su- sent messengers to summon Balaam, son of Boar, who was at Pethor near the river in his native land. Uh, the river is the Euphrates. Balak said, A people has come out of Egypt. They cover the face of the land and have settled next to me. Now come and put a curse on these people because they are too powerful for me. Perhaps then I will be able to defeat them and drive them out of the country. For I know that those you bless are blessed and those you curse are cursed. Is Moses saying this to God? No. Balak, the king of Moab. Is asking God? Is asking. No, he sent a message to Balaam. That's his king? No. I mean his God, sorry. Balak is the king of Moab. Balaam is a prophet or a seer or a warlock or a wizard. He's somebody that... The king thinks can Has bless magical and, powers. Yeah, can bless. So he sent a message to so that. It's guy. not his god. It's a dude. It's a guy. Yeah. Okay. The elders of Moab and Midian left, taking with them the fee for the divination. <laughs> so he, <laughs> that's hilarious. So he's a, he's a magician. Yeah. He does fucking witchcraft. When they came to Balaam, they told him what Balak had said. <laughs> Spend the what night- a great gig back then. Oh yeah. To like invent glitter and then just convince everyone you have magic powers. Except the only thing is, if you were ever wrong, you got put to death. So they'd be like, "What is? What is? You know, what do you? What do the? What do the bones say?" And then you say, "The bones say attack." And then hopefully they. And if you win, then you're like the king's like this guy is my guy. But if they if they lose, you're getting like boiled in oil and shit. So you really have to be like a good gambler, essentially. Yeah, or be like vague enough, or like promise in the future enough. <laughs> That's funny. That is true. Like, that's why everyone thinks, who's that dude, Nostradamus, that he, like... Nostradamus. He, that he uh, predicted everything ahead of time. But no one actually reads his... I went... I used to think, well, that those coincidences are, are crazy. Yeah. I'm like, that can't be coincidences if that... Because I saw it in a movie or something. Yeah. Then I went and looked up the actual quotes. People inferred the whole thing. What he says almost has nothing to do with any of the events that happened. What? People just infer the meaning of, like... Now I want to know. The way you- he... There's one about the Twin Towers specifically that I don't remember exactly, quote-unquote, yeah. but they're like, he predicted the Twin Towers. Yeah. But it was like something like, two mighty powers will then collapse. I'm like, that doesn't mean yeah. two buildings, <laughs> you fucking retards. <laughs> yeah. And then if they're a little bit right, people project so much stuff onto them. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know, like Alexander the Great and others 
you know, I'm the fulfillment of this prophecy. And then if they win a few times, people start to believe it. They get that momentum going. Yeah, that's true. So uh, and they kind of like change a little bit about their lives to say like to add to the prophecy. Sure. I feel like everyone did that back then. Like who got successful. I mean, yeah. They always have like weird upbringings that are somehow magical, you know. Joan of Arc's a pretty good one. What's that one like? Oh fuck, I don't know it as well as I should have to bring it up. But Joan of Arc basically says, you know, God's telling me this, and the French they they fought against the English vastly outnumbered and won like three times, and then because she then she had the credibility, and then she just won everything automatically. Well, no, then she eventually was killed. Oh, but she won for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Neat. Neat. Um, but she's like, imagine like some 16 year old girl that says God's told me 16. Yeah. She's like a young, you know, presumably hot chick virgin. And she's like, God told me how to beat the English and her plan works. And then people are skeptical. Then she wins again. Who would listen to her? That's is there like some, how did she get to the point of respect as a woman back then? That's not even a joke. Dude, she probably came in and said, God like, told she... me how to win. And they were desperate and they said, fuck it, we'll try it. You think that's it? I she wasn't so. like, she didn't somehow pick up a sword and start killing people? To no. Get up there? No, no, no. She didn't fuck her way to the top, whisper in the dude's ear? No, she's supposedly a virgin. So I just couldn't imagine a bunch of dudes who think so little, who don't even think God recognizes women. Right? Yeah. They don't. They don't th- even think God women, God talks to women at all. Essentially, Generally or speaking, messages. but if she was able to perform some miracle, maybe she goes to the general. That's what I mean. It would have she's to like, be- I went to, God told me in a dream that, you know, the same thing my mom does. You know, God told me in a dream this verse, and the verse is about him being a shepherd. And he's like, oh my God, I was a shepherd before in my life, and this is an ir- irrefutable sign, you know, some sort of, I don't know oh, how okay. it worked, Kyle. Yeah. When you make me explain, I start explaining and then I hate myself <laughs> because I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> Wait, what what does your mom do that to people or herself? She t- she gets Bible verses. So she's like what, God, and applies them to who? To people she's praying for. So God's giving me this verse. Oh, she prays for them and then Yeah. Is it does she always wonder why it's conveniently one of the a recent things she's read? I don't know. <laughs> <In the Bible. laughs> I'm just kidding. So uh, verse 8. So the elders of Moab left, taking with them the fee for divination. And when they came to Balaam, that's the problem. Oh, you know how like you have really ba- fucked up dreams? Sure. Like when you're sick and stuff? Yeah. Fever dreams. Or I heard if you smoke a lot of weed, then quit. Your dreams get crazy. Shit mm-hmm. like that. Like your mom is going to get some of those sometimes, right? Now, us normal people would be like, we're sick. Our brain's going crazy with all the shit it's dealing with, right? And your mom's having these fucking psychotic fever dreams. And she's like, God is going crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. We're all going to die. Dude, that's one of the definitions of being insane is talking to God or voices. Yeah. So, yeah, she's a crazy person. No, but, but I mean, that must be horrifying for her to have like a fever dream. If she interprets as m- a lot of that as being God. This is God. Yeah, I know. Could it's... you could you fucking imagine like when you have fever dreams, the shit is doesn't make sense at all. And it's fucking to 10 to 11 if you yeah. watch spinal tap <laughs> it's so bad they i do, couldn't imagine thinking that was literally god talking to me i, th- I would i would think they the do that they tomorrow. go to church and be like i had this wild dream do they really and then the, the whole church, church and then the whole church goes 
We should pray about this dream that you had. Get the fuck out of here. And a whole group of people go on this mass delusion where so they it's all not just your mom. try to find... No, it's... Mo- many Christians around the world believe in dreams. And like the other night, God told me a dream. Was that like in your church? In my church all the time. In my church all the time. I didn't know that. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. It's, it's everybody. It's so they all interpret their dreams. Yeah. That, that is terrifying. I mean... Then they, then they, you know, to think God's talking to you. They think they don't think all dreams are from God. Like sometimes you just have a dream what where you you're mean? at work. That's what I. That's what I asked them, Kyle. So this dream's from. How do you know this one's from God and this one's in your head? And they're like, well, because this one specifically has, you know, they read into it and pick and choose what they want to oh, believe. Oh, that's lame. They don't think. So then they could just say all the ones they don't like then weren't God. Yeah. Oh, so then they don't. They don't get scared of any of that shit then. They might though. They will have crazy dreams and be like, God, this one was crazy, and I think it's a warning. Oh, okay. You know? It really comes down to how they feel when they wake up. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. That's that's, that's really funny. <laughs> you know what would be a fun thing to do? No, it's depressing that uh, they, they make like actual decisions and like do things based on dreams. See, I, was, I think if we talk to somebody, I could craft a dream I had. Right, mm-hmm. that would be believable enough, and then just put a twist of like me jerking off for like half a second in there, but be like, like I'd be on a journey or something, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, "That's pretty biblical." And then just put key key uh, themes in, mm-hmm. and then just have something fucked up, and then make I'll be like, "Well, why'd I do that in the middle of it?" <laughs> you know, explain that. I don't pray know. on that one. It's so weird, dude. It's so weird. It's, the most annoying thing is when something happens. And then they say, I actually had a dream that that was going to happen before. <laughs> yeah. it After. Well, th- thanks for nothing, you fuck. Hey, if you told us about it before, we could have prayed on it in church and maybe it wouldn't have happened. I know. Sometimes they say, I had the dream and God told me not to tell you till after. <laughs> no, no, they don't. I'm, I refuse to believe that. That's one that I've heard. I had this dream a week ago Are after this event. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. People believe it. They're like, wow, God said to keep it a secret, huh? Why? Did he say why? I, he, I bet you he never says why to keep it a secret. It's, it's quite annoying. Okay, so let's get back to the Bible here. So, Fuck, dude, that was fascinating. The Israelites, I can't fucking believe that. The Israelites are moving towards Moab. The king it's of just Mo- your mom. No, it's That's lots. That's bothering of- me now. I'm going to have to start asking people who are religious. That, that, do you believe? In, not all of them. Cause so you can't, I can't say that all Christians No, I know, that, but there's but a significant amount. Do. Oh, yeah, many of them do. Believe their dreams. Believe their dreams are from God. Oh, man. I just want to be like, ever have a wet dream when you're 13? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that God too? Yes. Right? Or not. <laughs> you decide. So the Israelites are heading towards Moab. The king of Moab freaks out. He sends a message to this warlock. So then... Dude, if I was 13... Oh, my God. And, let's and move God, on. God read your dreams. I would think God is a hot chick. You know? I'm like, God is a God is red-headed a male. 10. It's always he... The Lord is male, always. Maybe it got lost in translation. <laughs> That's the most basic one. It's only one letter off. Yeah, we forgot the <laughs> S's for all <laughs> thousand pages. <laughs> they were erased. Okay, so the elders of Moab and Midian left, taking with them the fee for divination. When they came to Balaam, they told him what Balak had said. Spend the night here, Balaam said to them, and I will bring you back the answer the Lord gives me. So the Moabite princes stayed with him. God came to Balaam and asked, who are these men with you? So 
I guess Balaam is a prophet of the actual Israelite God that knows the king of Moab. So, because God came, so God talks to this dude. Yeah, God came to Balaam and asked, "Who are these men with you?" What? That's what the story says, Kyle. Okay, so the people they just conquered. No, the people they're about to conquer on the way towards are in God's favor as well. So is Balaam like is Balaam like Moses? I don't think they are in God's favor. Is Balaam like Moses? He he yes he is like Moses. God talks to him. So there's other people. So it's like I said before. He's doing it to everybody. That God has uh, different favorite peoples. And no, and that he's like, like, fuck it, just playing them against each other. Yeah, probably. So this is, we don't know what God says yet. So God came to Balaam and asked, who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, sent me this message. A people has come out of Egypt, covers the face of the land. Now come and put a curse on them for me. Perhaps then I will be able to fight them and drive them away. But God said to Balaam, do not go with them. You must not put a curse on those people because they are blessed. So God says, don't put a curse on them. I wonder if that means that the curse would work. That's what I was just about to say. God's like, please don't curse them. I blessed them already. Don't. I mean, we, everyone knows curse is stronger than a blessing. So please don't do it. I don't have to kill you. <laughs> The next morning, Balaam got up and said to Balak's princes, go back to your own country. So, so curses exist uh, not through God. Yeah. Essentially. Or this guy, certain people can ask God to curse and God cannot refuse them. <laughs> Th- those are the two options. Yeah. It's preposteroni, Tony. Either human beings have the power to curse in some magic outside <laughs> of the realm of a deity, or at least this God. Yeah. Or... God has some kind of rule where if he says things a certain way, he can't not do it, even though he really doesn't want to. Do not go with them. You must not curse because they are blessed. So God says, don't curse them. The next morning, Balaam got up and said to Balak's princes. <laughs> the fact of God asking a human being who no, he talks to to he not, commanded him. Commanded him not to curse his people is hilarious. The Lord said to Balaam, got, got up, oh, sorry, the next morning Balaam got up and said to Balak's princes, go back to your own country, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. So the Moabite princes returned to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. <laughs> oh, shit. Then Balak sent out other princes, more numerous and more distinguished than the first. They came to Balaam and said, this is what Balak, son of Zippor, says. Do not let anything keep you from coming to me, because I will reward you handsomely and do whatever you say. Come and put a per- curse on these people for me. So, so what just happened? That was confusing, all those names. So Balak says, I know a guy whose curses work, okay? Yeah, and he talked to God, and then God I'm gonna said no. I'm going to send out princes with a message. So they're sending him, presumably, quite extravagant gifts. Like, the royal court is going to this guy, and they say, can you curse him? He says, let me ask God. God says, don't curse them. I already blessed them. Balaam says, look, I can't curse these people. They go back to the king. The king of Moab's like, what the fuck? We need this curse. So he sends out more distinguished princes with better stuff. Says, I'll give you whatever you want. Just please curse these people. Fuck. But Balaam answered them. Even if Balak gave me his palace filled with silver and gold, I could not do anything great or small to go beyond the command of the Lord my God. Now stay here tonight as the others did, and I will find out what else the Lord will tell me. That night, God came to Balaam and said, Since these men have come to summon you, go with them, but do only what I tell you. So so go, he, he summoned the curse thrower. Yeah. 
So now they're going back to the king. So that he's only going to do what God tells him to. Yeah. So Balaam's donkey. So God's going to little Trojan horse the the I, king here. I know what's going to happen. I'll just read it. Balaam got up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. <laughs> but God was very angry when he went. Mr. Slow to anger himself that just told him to fucking go. God was very angry when he went and an angel of the Lord stood on the road to oppose him. Why was God angry? God said, go with them. I, I'm confused either. And then he sent an angel to not let them go? Yeah. So he's, Even God, though he just told him to go. God says go, and then he's angry. Mr. Slow to anger, abounding in forgiveness. Uh, and an angel of the Lord stood in the road oppo- to oppose him. Balaam was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. Then the Lord, When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his, sword draw- with his drawn sword in hand, she turned off the road into a field. Balaam beat her to get her back on the road. The angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between two vineyards with walls on both sides. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pressed close to the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against it. So he beat her again. So they can't see this angel, but the donkey can? Yeah, that's what's going on here. This is another why? This is, this is another magic story that people believe really happened. But why would you... <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Why, why, there's two things. Why could, for what reason would donkeys be able to see this angel, not humans? Or second, why would God choose to only reveal the angel to the donkey if its whole purpose is to stop them from going through? Wouldn't the angel being visible immediately stop them? Oh, hey, I'm an angel. I appear from the sky. Go back. There's no no real good answer for this other than... God wanted it's to have goofy. a fantastic... It's, it's fucking <laughs> hilariously goofy. Because they're assuming the donkey saw this angel. That's the truth. In this story, no one saw an angel. But the donkey wouldn't go through this fucking grape patch. So they assumed there had to be no, an angel no, there. No, 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 They didn't have to assume. Listen to Get this. Get the fuck out of here. Listen to this. Then the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn, either to the right or to the left. So the first time... The angel's in the way. The donkey veers into a field. And then, then into a, a wall. Then the second time, it's a narrow, it's a more narrow place. And then he, she goes around the angel, crushing Balaam's foot against the wall. Now there's no way to get past this angel. Then the angel loads to the narrow place, either to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam, and he was angry and beat her with his staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth, and she said to Balaam, what have I done to you to make me beat Wait, you these it three talk times? through the donkey? Yeah. As an angel. No, 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 no. The, the donkey itself talks to Balaam. The, what? The, the donkey says... What I if thought I, did the angel open its mouth. The Lord opened the donkey's mouth, and the donkey said... So this is the donkey's personality. What have so, I done so, to you to make <laughs> you beat me these three times? So, so. <laughs> the God commanded the donkey to speak. Yes, essentially. God said, "All right, donkey, tell him what's going on." <laughs> okay. A talking donkey. Yeah, this is the caliber of that. My mom believes this really happened. That a donkey really opened its mouth and started talking. I guess it could have God commanded it or whatever. I mean, right? Yeah. It's just such a fucking ridiculous story. It is, it is so ridiculous. Balaam answered the donkey. Now he's talking to the donkey. He didn't say, so Balaam answered the donkey. Holy fucking shit, a talking donkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should say. 
<laughs> Imagine if it fucking if it fucking said that. If it said that, I'd be like, maybe God's maybe God's real. I don't Balaam know. Answered the I donkey. know you got me. Two thousand years ago, they did not have that kind of humor. This has to be true. You know what I mean? Balaam answered the donkey. You have made a fool of me. If I had a sword in my hand, I'd kill you right now. Really? You're talking to a donkey. So the, he's saying the donkey, you're making me look ridiculous. If I had a sword, I'd kill you. He's now arguing with the donkey. Also, what would you ride then, idiot? Yeah. Well, he's just pissed off. That's like when people crash their car when they're mad. Road ragers. He's donkey raging right now. <laughs> That's so so the, the donkey says, why did you beat me? He I want to hear what the donkey says back. You made a fool of me. If I had a sword, I would kill you right now. The donkey said to Balaam, am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? No, he said. <laughs> the donkey's like a sage, wise, reasonable yeah, donkey. Yeah, he's like a surprisingly intelligent. Like the donkey should be saying, ow, ow, food. <laughs> the Lord Pee. opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low so and why, fell why didn't he do it before? This is one of God's tricks. Uh, there's no good reason for it. He wanted the donkey to. He, he wa- wanted him to punish the donkey so the donkey could be all sad. So it's a talking donkey. He wanted to prove that he could make a donkey talk. That's the only explanation. He made an angel appear, but he also made a donkey talk. <laughs> what is that better? Yeah, uh, a talking donkey is more interesting than an angel, dude. People have seen angels already. No I feel like it's at some point in humanity we could make a donkey talk. You know, we could never make an angel. <laughs> an angel is way more impressive um so i was just thinking of talking animals in the bible we got a snake at the beginning talking right to Eve. but that was like i don't count any of that shit because that was like pre-humanity okay that was the weird little garden situation this that is supposed to be really like didn't founded in reality yeah this part. uh-huh it is <laughs> this before everyone was cast out you yeah. know of the and then they made yeah so they all fucked a billion times or whatever so the angel of the lord asked him why have you beaten your donkey these three times? Because you were in the fucking road. <laughs> yeah. Like what? You crushed my leg against the wall, first of all. That's standard practice to beat a donkey that doesn't do what you want it to. They're making him to be out some like a donkey beater. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, they're like. I mean, what? the donkey is confused because it's a donkey. Why do you keep beating this donkey? He's like, because the donkey's not going where I'm telling it to go. God didn't say that, did it? The angel asked Balaam. Oh, okay. And he says, why have you beaten the donkey? Because these you were blocking the road. <laughs> yeah. I have come to oppose you because your path is a reckless one before me. Oh, hey, you couldn't have revealed yourself earlier before. Um, it's kind of God. Well, it is literally God. The God's notes God. about that verse say the meaning of this Hebrew is uh, the ne- the meaning of the Hebrew for this clause is uncertain. So reckless path is the best th- translation they can come up with, but it's not exactly what it means. Um, the donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If she had not turned away, I would certainly have killed you by now. <laughs> but I would have spared her. So the, why? Why? I good good question, Kyle. God says, "Go ahead and go." The next day, God's angry puts an angel in. So the let way. me get this right. If the donkey walked anyways, despite the fact that it could see the angel, it would have killed him, spared the donkey. The angel would have killed Balaam and spared, spared the donkey. The donkey. Yeah. Despite the fact that the donkey's the only one that could see it. Yep. Yep. I, I'm at a loss. The ba- Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned. I did not realize you were standing in the road to oppose me. Now, if you were di- displeased, I will go back. So Balaam, 
immediately turns back with any knowledge that the angel exists. Knowing how God works goes, oh, that was my fault. That was my fault. (laughs) Totally my fault. I'm turning around. He he knows real well. Yeah, he's talked to God before. He's like, I I have sinned. I, I am so sorry. I didn't even see you were there. I'm turning around. No, it was my blind eyes, my ignorant blind eyes. <laughs> the that angel, could not see you. The angel of the <laughs> Lord said to Balaam, go with the men, but speak only what I tell you. So the angel then says, no, go ahead. Go with these guys back to Moab. So Wait, It was fucking with them? Yeah, they, well, that's what the angel says. It was fucking with them. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. Yeah, that's what it says. When Balak heard that Balaam was that coming, ridiculous. he went out to meet him. Why, at the, why would God do that twice? It may no. Why would he tell him to go, and then get angry? Stop him, and then tell him to go again. So we have the story of the talking donkey. That's why. That's the only reason. Is that the last time you hear about the donkey? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That's this. It's like a short little side note. He should be like a billionaire now. The the, oh yeah. He has a talking (laughs) donkey, and or dead. I would kill someone for a talking donkey. You would no, but if I was back then, maybe you know. When Balak heard <laughs> that I... Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the Moabite town near the Arnon border at the edge of his territory. Balak said to Balaam, did I not send you an urgent summons? Why didn't you come to me? Am I really not able to reward you? <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like, okay, you're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs> <laughs> what took There's you a, so long? A donkey started talking. Angels appeared. It got pretty fucking weird out there. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going this donkey i've ridden my whole life it's a pretty reliable donkey starts walking off in the field i beat the fuck out of this donkey i get it back on the road we go small walking through a vineyard then it walks me right into a wall squishes my foot i'm like you fucking bitch donkey then a third time it just lays down i'm like this donkey is bo- <laughs> this donkey's broken then i'm telling you i'm beating it i'm beating the shit out of it with my stick all of a sudden it starts talking to me it's like why are you beating me? It's like, because you're not doing what I said. <laughs> I, oh, man. Why are and then you Then I find me? out it was all God's plan. Then I was going to turn around, but then he said, come anyway. So really, it's God's fault. This angel made me late. The angel made me late. Uh, so this is Balaam talking. Well, I have come to you now, Balaam replied, replied but can I say just anything? I must speak only what the Lord puts in my mouth. Then Balaam went with Balak to Kirath Huzoth. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep and gave some to Balaam and the princes who were with him. The next morning, Balak took Balaam up to Bamoth Baal. Baal. Oh, wow. <laughs> Say that five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> Verse 41. Can I, where is it? Verse 41. Right up here. Ah. Uh. Then Balaam went to Balak and Kirath. No. Oh, that's not right. Verse 41. There we go. Next morning, Balak took Balaam up to Balak Ball. <laughs> Baymouth Ball. I didn't even say it right. That's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Do it one more time. The next morning, Balak took Balaam up to Baymouth Ball. And from there, <laughs> nice. he saw a part of the people. Balaam's first oracle. Balaam said... Build me seven altars here. So what? By the way, we're like well over time. Okay. So. Well, so next week we get to find out what Balaam, the prophet, says. It's so weird that the king of Moab has his own prophet that's talking to God. That's and this is the first we hear of it, but I guess it's Israel's journey it's right Israel's, now. So yeah, this is Balaam, and he's talking to God, and God's telling him things. And, and what did they like? What are the chances they stumbled upon 
the only other dude talking to God, right? <laughs> Zero. He's probably he's talking to fucking everybody. He, apparently, he's probably an informant. He's probably someone that used to work for the Moabites that came over to Israel. The Moabites? Yeah, the Moabites. There, that's the, where they, they're headed. They got squashed. Yeah. Well, the, what do you mean he's informant? I'm, I'm confused. I'm like a turncloak. So he's an advisor to the king of Moab, right? Mm-hmm. And he's obviously on the side of the Israelites. Why? Because God, he's not cursing them when the king asks him to curse them. He's saying yeah, God says not to curse them. He knows God. That doesn't mean he's on the Israelites' side. He's on God's side. So I guess effectively he's on whosoever side God well, is would on. He, but how would he know to be on God? That's what I'm saying. He must have defected from the Moabite side to God's side. What? On this journey? When he sees the Israelites coming, he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Dude, if you're the only one that could talks to God and there is a God, you're not on anyone's side but God's. Here's the story of the talking donkey in the picture Bible. Are we going to do it? Sure. Let's do it. I'm curious. So there's a picture one. of a guy. I mean, this one's going to be so easy. That looks like Jesus. He's got a samurai sword drawn and he's glow. He's got yellow glow all around him. I, I didn't picture the angel to look like that. He looks exactly like Jesus would look. Yeah. In paintings. He's got a right robe on with uh, a belt. Pretty bitchin' short sword. Everything's shiny around him. Everything's he's glowing like then, he's the fucking sun. Then we got uh, an angry-looking Jew guy with a curly <laughs> Can beard. Can I see it? Um, beating the shit out of his donkey. Yeah, he's lying yeah, on the he's ground. he's mad. So, uh, a donkey talks. Have you ever heard of a, talk- a donkey talking? No, you may say. Animals can't talk. But the Bible tells us about a donkey that did. Let's see how this happened. The Israelites are almost ready to go into the land of Canaan. Balak, the king of Moab, is afraid of the Israelites. So he sends for a smart man named Balaam to come curse the Israelites. A smart man? A smart man. A wise man. Okay, yeah. Says smart here. Balak promises to give Balaam a lot of money. So Balaam gets up on his donkey and starts to see Balak. Jehovah does not want Balaam to come curse his people. So he sends an angel with a long sword to stand on the road to stop Balaam. They remove the part that he talks to God whatsoever. Right? Completely. They always do this. They remove the... All you get is like the pro-God sections. That's ridiculous. So they don't even say that he's been talking to God too? That's kind of the major point. Yeah. Jehovah does not want Balaam to become person's people, so he sends an angel. Balaam can't see the angel, but his donkey does. So the donkey keeps trying to turn him away from the angel and finally just lies down on the road. Balaam is very angry and beats his donkey with his stick. Then Jehovah causes Balaam to hear his donkey speak to him. What have I done to you that you should beat me? Asked the donkey. You have made me look like a fool, Balaam says. If I had a sword, I would kill you. Have I ever treated you like this before? The donkey asks. No, Balaam answers. Then Jehovah lets Balaam see the angel with the sword standing on the road. The angel says, why have you beaten your donkey? I have come to block your way because you should not be going to curse Israel. If your donkey had not turned you away from me, I would have struck you dead. But I would have not have hurt your donkey. (laughs) that's all the same Balaam says I have sinned I did not know that you were standing on the road the angel lets Balaam go and Balaam goes on to see Balak he tries he still tries to curse Israel but instead does he that's what's coming oh dude stop reading then but instead Jehovah makes him bless Israel three times what yeah what you ruined it for me it's not ruined how is that ruined the Bible version will be way more preposteroni true all right What'd you learn today, Kyle? Uh, no, literally nothing new. Okay. Absolutely nothing. Same old shit. They <laughs> talk to God. God tells them to go fuck themselves. They apologize and they killed a bunch of people. 
I rinse, repeat, honestly. <laughs> Fucking rinse, repeat. I can't stand how God says, all right, go. You know what? Uh, I did learn something. I did learn that God is actually talking to more than one person in other tribes. Yeah. Other clans. Assuming, I'm going to guess at least, uh, not everybody, talking to everybody. Every major kingdom has a dude talking to God. God's got his finger in every pie right now. He's got a... Uh, Ambassador at the United Nations. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Everybody's got one. Uh, what do you fucking call them? I don't remember, but I know it's you're consulate. talking about. Consulate. Um, I'm stupid. Just read the emails. <laughs> no, what were you going to say? You are going to say something else before that. No, just the title of someone who's. No, I know, but. I forget. Is that it? Okay. Well, we do have a couple emails today. We got uh, repeat emails. Two of them. Previous. What does that mean? Emailers. Oh, so... I don't know if they're follow-up or not. I only browse them real quick. Okay. I don't think this one is, but this is uh, from uh, Kyler. I don't know if he said his full name before. Hey, guys. <laughs> if and when you finish the Bible through to Revelation, I'm curious if you have plans to read any of the Apocrypha, the books that were removed from the Bible. That'd be a, You know what? We'll probably do it on bonus episodes. That That would be a good idea. And I don't know where to find them, but we'll get our hands on some of the books that aren't in the Bible, or at least like university version, not the, obviously the originals, <laughs> the university <laughs> yeah. versions of whatever, and we'll read those and uh, analyze them. Yeah, that would be interesting. I wonder how far off uh, off the line they go from what's in the actual Bible. You know, how much off the narrative is what I mean. Yeah. How far did they deviate or if they followed the same... Uh, It'd be interesting. It'd be real interesting to find out. I think this is, again, me just speculating, but I'm sure some of the books were taken out because they clashed with other books. That's what I mean. Because that's yeah. when they were arguing about what should get in or not. They're like, well, this doesn't really make sense. If if these both of these are in here, one of them is wrong. So they took one out. Yeah, that would be that would be great to see that if it was all even more hypocrisy. Yeah. Not hypocrisy. Contradictions. But contradictions. I don't know why I think those words are the That's same. a good idea. We also want to do other religious texts. Yeah, we're going to get to that. I would love to read the Koran. Yeah. We might that I've, might be a problem though. I've been reading the Koran. Have you? Um not like in order, but I've been reading um a lot of I I'm subscribed to the Islam subreddit and a bunch of like is Muslim things mm -hmm. and they read verses all the time and it's so similar to like Bible verses. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Except their prophet flew off on a uh, a horse with wings, Pegasus, instead of dying. So there go. There's more to this. He's like a few of the works, like the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. I guess he knows these. Were rounded up and destroyed by the Catholic Church, and the people were killed for even possessing copies. It would be interesting to hear you guys read through the stories that the church didn't want anyone to hear about. Yeah, you know what? It sounds real interesting. I think we'll definitely do that. That's, what are you thinking? I'm thinking that's our for sure our Patreon right there. Those are the bonus episodes. Definitely. <laughs> no, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I would love to hear those. I'd love to read them. I bet you there's... I wonder how how much text there is compared to the I've Bible. Ne I've never read any of them. I've only ever read the New International Version, some of the King James, and just like the oh, regular I would get a, maybe Western I would, Bible. Maybe I should read those to you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got another one from uh, Daniel. He he messaged us last time. He had the one about uh, what to do if you, your grandparents are telling your three-year-old about the Bible. 
Is that him? Uh, the forgive me, fathers, I have sinned. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. So we got another. We got another email from him. Uh, he says, "Hey, dickweeds, I suffer from chronic procrastination." Oh, tell me about it. And I find myself. Oh, he wouldn't even heard the, him us read the email last time. I guess. Oh, we haven't put it no. out yet. <laughs> that one's coming out Sunday. Hey, dickweeds, I suffer from chronic procr- <laughs> procrastination. I find myself putting off more important things to do, stupid shit like listen to you two. <laughs> Keep you can, it up. You can That's lis- not procrastinating. You could also listen to us while you do other stupid shit. Sometimes I listen to myself and play video games, procrastinating twice. Dude, I do that too. <laughs> I listen to podcasts and play video games. Sometimes it's us, most of the time not. Right now I'm playing Call of Duty Black Ops 2 for PlayStation 3. That's what, that's my jam right now. How old is that? It's old. Like 2012? I'm guessing 2013, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Oh, he says, does Caleb have any Judeo-Christian voodoo to help him? Um, Stop procrastinating, Caleb. No, no, no. Is there's, there anything in the Bible for... Oh, yeah. There's, oh, there is? Yeah, there's uh, go-to-work verses. I'm going to have to look that up for you, though, because I don't have them off the top of my head. There's lots in Proverbs about a diligent worker and the good workers. I know that there's... Actually, you know, you know what? Procrastinate all you want. Here's the, here's the Bible story about that. There was, a, <laughs> there was a rich man that hired people to work in his field. So one guy got to work sunrise, all right? One guy came at lunch, and one guy came at the very end of the day. This rich man paid them all the same. The guy that was working all day said, uh, what the fuck, guy? <laughs> I've been working here all day. They made the same amount of money as me. Then the rich guy says to the says to the one, hey, did I take anything away from you? Did you not work for the price that we agreed upon at the beginning of the day? Why does their reward, you know, make it, bad for you and the moral of that story is at any time when you become a christian when if you find salvation you get the same reward that's like hitler blowing his brains out in the bunker you know jesus christ son of god have mercy on me a sinner he's in heaven that's huh. that's simple so procrastinate away do it as it much. doesn't matter it does not matter this life is worth less than nothing yeah it's, it's worth nothing it's it's nothing unless you decide not to become a Christian, then it's hell and torment forever. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, either you get eternal greatness yeah, yeah. or eternal torture. There's no middle ground. If you decide not to be a Christian, then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Even if you did good and helped the poor your entire life, mm-hmm. you still go to hell. That's unfortunate. Which is, yeah, but that's it's real unfortunate. That's the, one of the worst loopholes, like a moral loophole is you can be Hitler and Come to God right at the last second, and then you're fine. Did Hitler believe in God? That's way off topic. I don't actually know. I don't think so. But the Catholics got around this with purgatory. They said, no, 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 no. You still pay for that. First, you got to go serve your time in hell. for um, So Hitler's probably serving, you know, eight billion life sentences. Like a prison sentence for or, hell? Yeah, like six million life sentences, for one for each one, probably. And then he probably swore into well, some other things. it's more like a few hundred thousand, but whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my point is procrastinated away, I guess. And then he has a PS at the body says, thanks, DJ Solomon. PS, Kyle, you're awesome. Keep up the good work. <laughs> thanks, DJ. You're one of my uh, favorite writers in already. <laughs> By the way, the leading historical theory on syphilis is that Columbus's crew brought it back to Europe. Therefore, no one in the Bible had it. You son of a bitch. That's my leading historical theory on the Bible. That's is that everyone had syphilis. 
Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. That was you that heard was her, it here early first. on. You heard her here first, and apparently DJ thinks I have no, I have no rebuttal for that. If you're new to the podcast, I can't recommend enough you go back and listen to some of those older ones because they're way less law-like and more story-like. Yeah, they're pretty cool at the beginning, especially the ones that were revealed for the first time. Mind-blowing, really. All right, guys, if you're a true unfaithful, you'll go tell five friends. Spread the word. Subscribe. Of the Bible Beaters podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Give, Give us a review. An honest review. Of five stars, because that's what we're worth. <laughs> you know it, baby. You can send us emails if you want to at BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. And I think we're out. Peace. Okay.